0: Hey, welcome to the atomic weight of cheese with your hosts, Mike Bakoven, Chad Planbeck, and Steph Romanski. And uh,
1: went on a mission trip and worked at a homeless shelter, which was cool. I had
2: homeless people. They rode
1: the train for thirty-three hours each way. Yeah. And So, um, thirty-four
2: for your yeah. Decoration.
1: So I was al- so I was alone for a week, and I'm <laughs> right in bed at one point, and this is like Monday, and they get back on like Saturday or Sunday, and I see on Facebook ads a wiener dog, uh. Uh, mailbox. And I'm like, (laughs) I'll order the Wiener Dog mailbox, and I'll install it, and it'll be great, and everyone will love me to see the Wiener Dog mailbox when they come home. Great. So I order it. (laughs) And then after it says- Why am I laughing already? So I check the, uh, uh, the shipping information. They're like, we'll send it out soon. We'll send it out soon. And then we sent it out. I'm like, great, fantastic. So I start tracking the package, and then the website- goes away oh no <laughs> says, we're not here anymore we don't exist and i'm like oh crap i just spent 46 dollars on just got scammed i just got scammed on a facebook ad okay oh, boy. then a couple weeks late a couple weeks go by and something shows up in our mailbox it's the mailbox <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, it's like half the size of a regular mailbox Oh shit! <laughs> little middle little dollhouse mailbox you've you, ever seen. You still got scammed. I still got scammed, but at least they sent me something. That's like,
3: like you know, when you're a kid and all those uh, uh, yeah, all those situation. comic all those comic book ads. It's like with the the American Revolutionary War playsets or mm-hmm. the or the Roman playsets, but they fail to mention that they are like an HO scale, which is like the size of a dime. Yeah, yeah. You're thinking you're going to get like the Mark soldiers or whatever, but I said you get these little itty bitty dinky things and it's like, what the
1: hell is this shit? But... Yeah. So, yeah, I got a little teeny tiny Wiener Dog mailbox. <laughs>
3: and it's exactly what I wanted, only it's yeah. about half the size I need. I got the Revolutionary War set when I was a kid and I still have some left over and I put it all like into a plastic box. It's like found art and I love it. <laughs> So i'll show it to you before you leave so. old to scams old, old to scams so but yeah it was like a buck 99 for 100 and some odd pieces <laughs> and yeah and i mailed it in and how my money in an envelope didn't get just stolen by some postal oh, employee i'll never know but anyway yeah that's yeah. neither here nor there well welcome to the atomic way Achieves, where real life's cult cinema cult cinema's real
1: life i'm mike
0: I'm Steph.
1: They were really tiny. <laughs> and uh, we got a, a guest here today. Introduce yourself, please.
2: Hello. This I'm is, Tessa. This is,
1: this is my kid, Tessa. So we're going to be mm-hmm. talking about a couple things today. So I want to set the stage for the conversation at hand. Uh, <laughs> Chad and I both, a couple days ago, you yesterday and me a couple days ago, right. watched uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yes. the latest evil dead enjoyed it quite a bit i i really liked it i did too but there was a you slap evil dead on anything and i'm kind of interested i'm gonna watch it okay but about two three four minutes into the movie they get to the opening credits where it, it shows the name of the movie and uh, i'm not going to spoil it too hard but basically this woman is floating just above a lake and uh, using the uh, John Ford thing that if mm-hmm. the horizon is in the middle, yep. it's boring, yep. right? And so the horizon is low, yep. or the the there's a you know two thirds of the screen is water, and what fills that or is the sky, and what fills that sky is wall, basically wall to wall text that says Evil Dead Rise coming out of the lake. It's hard to describe, but when you see it, you're just like. Ah, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well,
3: and the whole the movie's kind of got you on the prod already because yeah, that yeah. opening sequence is pretty ferocious. It is, and the thing kind of goes from crazy to crazier to
1: craziest to crazy as it is, goes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But it, just when those credits came up and the opening sequence was kind of hardcore, and then the credits came up, and I'm like, to to quote the Leonardo DiCaprio meme, "You have my interest. Now you've got my attention." Yeah. So.
3: Um, I said I, I said, that opening sequence is it's just like the the, the last. Evil Dead movie, mm-hmm. and unfortunately with that one, I was like, I was kind of more interested in the in the pre sequence than what came after. But it got better yeah. the second viewing. I will give it that. Yeah, and with this one, that set up, and it's like, yeah, You're let's go. You're talking about the Fetty Elver as one, the, right? The one from 2011. Right. Now we're so talking. We're I, talking. I thought that was a good time. No, Not I know. No, I said it got better with each viewing. Um, this one what was it. Uh, Lee Cronin. Yeah. Did you ever see Hole in the Ground? No. That's really good. Yeah. He did that one. it's pretty good. Well, this one's pretty good too. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but then, but then to me it just kind of reset, you know, when you, we meet the the protagonist and then the family. And it's like, I don't know. But then, holy Jesus, it <laughs> found another gear again and really took off. And like I said, when I was watching it last night, there was a moment where it's like I almost was going to message you. And the whole message was just going to be all caps. <laughs> Cheese Grater! And like exclamation, 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 exclamation point. Because when that happened, it was like I was squirming in my chair. They have leaned into yeah. the Cheese Grater, too. They, showed che- they sold Cheese
1: Grater earrings at the oh, premiere, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, so gory. Why has no one ever come up with the idea of a Cheese Grater in a horror film? Come on. It was right there for I'm the I'm trying
3: day. to think. They're, you know, the only thing that I can think of that I've seen that kind of used before, it was an old scare short where – um This couple gets railroaded into working in these insurance scams. We're like faking auto accidents for insurance money. But of course, if you're in an auto accident, you got to show injuries. And so the the paid off doctor was taking a cheese grater and basically rubbing up these people's faces with it. Mostly implied because this is like the 19, probably late 40s, probably. But that's the only other, the only other instance I can think off the top of my head or a cheese grater was used as such a great effect. I'm
1: going to go off on just a brief tangent. Okay. One of the most okay. disturbing, so I watched, uh, evil dead, but one of the things outside of that, that I, that I watched last week that had one of the most disturbing scenes I've ever seen in it was a uh, ticket to paradise with George Clooney and, and Julia Roberts. We watched it cause it was on and my okay. wife wanna watch it and it's a fine, it's a fluffy romantic comedy, except for one part where they're in, uh, Oh, I can't even remember where the movie's set, but it's some, some country near the equator, you know, kind of tropical paradise sort okay. of thing. And before the groom gets married to Julia Roberts and George Clooney's uh, daughter, he has to sit and one of the town elders has to file down some of his teeth while he's awake. And I'm like, what is oh. happening? <laughs> what? And the, the guy's sitting
3: there,
1: ur, ur, uh, little was. pieces teeth.
3: of teeth are going flying teeth and he's screaming. And was, it's like, yeah.
1: what? What? What
3: are you doing? What just Last House on the Left, when the old weasel gets the chisel right yeah. to his front teeth. Ugh. It's like, Any, Anyway, that was a tangent.
1: So anyway, what I want to talk about today is <laughs> not teeth drama, but um, but m- moments in movies where things went from interest to attention, or from good to great, or, huh, that was really something. Let's, I'm going to pay attention to this, <laughs> so, so I figure we'll, we'll go from there. Okay. If you got one or two of those, and then we'll kind of see where the conversation goes in <laughs> patented style, and see if we end up anywhere good. So, <laughs> Chad, you got anything off the top of your head? I'm not off the top of my head. Oh, okay, no. go right. on. I, I got one. All Steph, right. you got anything? No. No. <laughs> oh! oh my God. Okay. This
3: is what happens when you switch yeah, yeah. tactics. <laughs> hey,
1: we didn't have a topic this morning, so okay well three hours we sort of had a topic and then we changed it but that's okay tessa you want to throw yours out oh uh
2: yeah ted lasso (laughs) Woohoo. um (laughs) i love ted lasso and it just ended it sadly yeah well not sadly it ended well it was just sad that it ended but um i would say the turning point there would be when uh the main character ted is talking to one of the football players uh sam
1: Mm -hmm. obisanya Bat. sam Obasanya.
2: sam and um he told sam to be a goldfish because goldfish are the happiest animal on the planet because they have a three second memory span and so after sam had a bad play ted said sam be a goldfish and dad has that on a keychain i do it, <laughs> it's it's a great quote um and it kind of showed who ted was
1: yeah sounds good Steph what do you think at the end of Ted Lasso without spoiling it too much for Chad who hasn't seen it it's um oh (laughs) it it, it
0: (laughs) just it just made us so happy that whole show and it's full of moments because almost every character gets a whole arc throughout the whole series and um and they all seem to have a moment like that where you go from like, okay, yeah, this character's all right. But then they have a moment and you're like, suddenly you love this character to, until they, you know, till death. <laughs> and well, I um, want to like Jamie. I didn't either. <laughs> I
1: love Jamie, Yeah, he's great.
0: Yeah. like His arc was the best. I thought his and, um and Keely's.
1: I thought liking Jamie for a long
0: time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I can see why he, he started off kind of a dick. But uh, as the show went on and his arc changed and he started working with Roy Kent and everything and <laughs> oh, learning how to, teaching him how to ride a bicycle. I mean, the whole, oh, that show just makes me so happy. <laughs> I, saw meme, I, that show.
1: I saw a meme the other day that had uh, Roy and, and uh, uh, Jamie training. And it was like, oh yeah, that's going to be me going to see Oppenheimer and then Barbie on the same day. <laughs> <laughs> it's like yeah both, both sides of the same coin it'll be great <laughs> um any any thoughts on uh, i think the show should end the way it ended i, I don't think it should come it back. does
2: not need to come back and if no. it does, it's probably not going to come back at the full force so i'm going to be sad about it
1: yeah
3: <laughs>
0: i agree yeah
3: yeah probably well, you can't screw with chemistry like that hey, as many shows have learned mm-hmm. that yeah you can't it doesn't work Okay, so. I
2: just have one problem with the ending. Oh, oh no. okay.
3: what's your
2: ending? <laughs> the one or problem, problem? Dun, dun, dun. is with Chad, cover yours, just spoilers. Yeah. Um when uh Beard gets married to Oh what's her face? Jane? Whatever. Gets yeah. married to the love of his life. Ted wasn't there. Why wasn't Ted there? He would have <laughs> flown back from America to go to England to be the best man in Beard's wedding.
1: Yeah, Why wasn't right.
2: he there? That's the only Thing that i'm angry about that's
1: probably right
0: yeah
2: I, yeah
1: but other than that yeah they couldn't get Sedakus on the day and the whole thing kind of looked cgi anyway so, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so. Well,
3: that's
1: All a right. whole other topic we're gonna
3: do the ai shit yeah, so yeah. Ooh, yeah so ted lasso that's a
1: good one okay okay yeah. i got one okay, okay. Got
3: one. um this is something else that i watched recently that when it first came out i was kind of interested in it but part of me was a little wary um, this we saw the trailer all of us together, a trailer that I misread as the poop exorcist. <laughs> that um, was actually something called the Pope's exorcist, and you know the trailer and everything. You got pudgy Russell Crowe running around, sounding like Chico Marx. Yeah, and Hello, it, I am the exorcist. Yeah, <laughs> it's great. You know, and it's like I don't know. But then last night I said I watched Evil Dead Rise, and then like after I watched that under below, it was like. You might also like, and it was there. And the it's like, well, sexist. how much is *Poop Exorcist*? And it's like, okay. <laughs> and I clicked on it, and it was like a cheaper. Is it rent- on Max now? No, I had to rent it. Okay, I yeah. rented it through Amazon. It was like five dollars. Sure, sure. And um, and holy crap! <laughs> I hear it's that great. thing was amazing. I think our friend Jessica Ritchie kind of summed it up best, where they really tapped into some weird Italian yep. exploitation vibe on that thing, and they really did and it's it's kind of like standard stuff where a family inherits a castle in Spain and it turns out to be like a gateway to hell and ah! and and of course Russell Crowe's the super exorcist and there's an <laughs> early scene where you talk about where the movie gets your attention it's sort of he sort of comes in there's a there's a kid they think he's possessed he's got like a little magic talisman he does this little thing and it's kind of obvious he's faking mm-hmm. but he plays it through cuz he says sometimes you need theater and so they bring in a pig and he dares the demon to jump from the man into the pig as a show of his abilities. And when the demon does it and sort of lets go, they shoot the pig. Right. And thus the demon is dispersed. But again, he wasn't really possessed. Because we found out later when the kid really is. And possessed, everybody gets a everybody, nice everybody, he waves dinner, yeah. a little medallion in front of him and suddenly his eyes, all of a sudden you can see a demon's eyes behind his pupils and irises. And it's like, Holy oh, that's shit. Nice. You know, that's and nice. then of course the effects were kind of amazing people like are like with evil dead rise people are joints are cracking and everything snapping and there's spider walking around everywhere you know yeah. and it's just like we and then like I said it just gets more nuts and more nuts as it goes and if I have one beef with the film and it's kind of a major one and then this is massive spoilers because the movie's pretty new yeah um there is a thread that basically says at some point in history some the 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 a former pope's exorcist was possessed by asmodius. Asim,
1: okay. Who basically big, big who
3: basically before, yeah. becomes worm wormtongue to the pope, which basically excuses the inquisition. Oh, every every horrific thing the catholic church has ever committed these you know since yeah. their founding, you know, and it's just uh. like and no you don't get to do that <laughs> you know that kind it's of a thing. cute idea no. it's it's a yeah okay but no you know because it's yeah that's 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 in, in, in disingenuous and and no so where but did where did the poop come in no, there, was no, there was there was totally totally confused and i uh, no, this is my eyesight is fading because i'm getting old so and, is is
1: old fat uh Destroyed by Divorce, Russell Crowe, the
3: best Russell Crowe? Because I'm starting to think it I am might be... I'm beginning to think so. From his little mincing Zeus. <laughs> yep. And um, he was actually... He, in so Thor, yeah, He was pretty great in... Uh, it was a remake of uh, kind of a road rage movie. Where he was the bad guy. And he was actually pretty good Ooh, in that, too. I'd watch that. Yeah. Like I said, yeah, it's just pudgy doughy Russell Crowe. See, I'll
1: follow Russell Crowe forever because L.A. Yeah. Confidential. It's like one of my favorite movies. Oh, Nice I, Guys. I, I love it. Oh, yeah, Nice, nice guys. guys. Yeah, Nice Guys would fight, fall into the, the late stage Russell yep. Crowe. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think
3: he's got a couple real solid... I think, I think that sort of marked the second coming of Russell Crowe. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And that movie deserved a franchise. It did. And so... That, yeah. uh, that Omar Sharif sure can run fast. <laughs> 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 uh, I can't
1: think of a better line than a movie. I don't
3: think I don't think I'm invincible, and so yeah, I was like, whee! But
1: no, old Russell Crowe has been putting in putting in the work. Yeah, right. I, I he's
3: that. just he's just he's and just he's images very funny. of him
1: zipping around on a vespa. He, I, I know. He's,
3: like I said, and it's like Jesus Christ, he's channeling Chico Marx. He really <laughs> is, you know. And the movie is like part of it's in Spanish, part of it's in Italian, part of it's in Latin, and then the great Franco Nero shows up as really? the Pope. Oh, as the Pope! Django's the Pope! And it's like, yes! And so, it's like every... It's like just, just reaching another layer of outer delirium with each passing minute in that movie. And if you're like me and you're kind of going to take a pass on it, don't.
1: Yeah, okay. Don't. Okay.
3: Watch it. It's I was like great. Me- I was
1: medium interested. Now yep. I might be able oh, to watch the Do poop. It.
3: The poop's sexist. Watch the poop. Watch whatever title you want to call it. Watch it, because it's a ton of fun. And like I said, it's just just keeps peeling back onions and stuff. And they're like unraveling this mystery. And like I said, the, the resolution of it was like, like no, you don't get yeah. to do that. I was like wagging my finger at the TV. It's like, no, you don't get to do that. So, <laughs> But can't excuse everything right, bad, right? And that was and the guy, the director was Julius Avery. He did Overlord. Did you see that? Yeah, the um, wasn't that uh, it was kind of a kinder, gentler Frankenstein's army,
1: yeah? But it was also wasn't that like loosely tied
3: into like the Cloverfield stuff, sort of?
1: Yeah, you know, that's yeah. I remember when yeah. I saw
3: that, it's like because this, um, that was the first time I saw Wyatt Russell.
1: Oh, yeah, and
3: yeah. I remember like watching that, and it's like I didn't know who he was, and just kind of looking at him, it's like god, he looks familiar, I should know who that is. And at some point, he said some line sounded just like his dad, yeah. and it's like, "Oh, Jesus. being Kurt Russell, yeah." And it's like, "That's got to, oh, that's got to be Kurt Russell's kid because, obviously." And so, yeah. So yeah, right. everybody see the Poop Exorcist? The pope's Exorcist that sounds great. And so, all right, and it's set up for sequels. Oh, it's set up for it's so be a it, time. yeah. There's like this little there's like a little tag, and it's like afterwards, it's like. Because they found a map that's going to lead them to all the other 299 200, demons that, yeah. that are in the earth. And it's like, I'm game. I'm so up for that. Let Russell Crowe do that forever. It's great. I can't wait. Let Russell cook. <laughs> so cool. Let Russell Crowe exercise the poop for as long yeah, as he wants. Yeah, that's all yeah. I'm <laughs>
0: saying.
3: I am the ex-lax. Yeah.
1: <laughs> okay. So I, I got one moment. Steph, you got anything yet? Mm-mm. Okay, so <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll talk for a minute and then maybe we'll th- we'll go off on another tangent uh, from, from the, but um, oh, I don't know if I've because I talk about this movie a lot in my real life and I don't know if I've ever talked about how much I love this movie on the podcast, which is uh, Jeremy Saulnier's Green Room? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And uh, can you think of the moment I'm thinking of where uh, basically the, the plot of Green Room is these, these this uh, punk band plays a punk show <laughs> at a Nazi bar and then gets, uh, witnesses, uh, sees a dead body that they shouldn't see. The Nazis like, well, you can't leave. And they're like, well, we want to leave and it's just game on. Right. So it's Nazis are basically going to kill them all.
3: Yeah. And they have to be careful too, because they have to stage it to make it look like they got eaten by their dogs.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Which is horrible. Uh, (laughs) Poor Ali Yeah, yeah. But anyway, there's one scene where, uh, the punk band has brought on a, uh, 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 someone who also is trying to escape the Nazis. The, uh, very pretty, but shockingly named Imogene Poots is the actress. Oh, yeah. Imogene. Imogene Poots, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Poots! And uh, (laughs) at one point, they they knock out a Nazi, and he's not uh, knocked out, and one of the band members says, how are we going to deal with this guy? And Imogene Poots pulls out a uh, uh, retractable knife and cuts him from stomach to the top of his neck, and I'm just like... Whoa! <laughs> yes, I now need to stop what I'm doing and pay attention to the rest of this movie because yeah.
3: they just went hard. Yeah. And uh also when the head Nazi shows up. Oh Patrick uh, Patrick Patrick Stewart. Sure, Patrick, has, Stewart. Is Patrick Stewart. Patrick Stewart. Wait, that's <laughs> yeah, Sean Connery. Anyway. It's not a,
1: it's not a movement. It's not a party, it's a movement. Yeah, that whole thing, yeah. Oh uh, he's very good in that movie.
3: But anyway yeah, it's um, absolutely that's like one of uh uh, Yelchin's last movie. It too, is,
1: right? it is Anton Yelchin. I like the drummer,
3: like the drummer gets shit done and I thought the drummer was going to get him out of there but yeah, it, did, yeah, it didn't Yeah,
1: it came real close. And, uh, but the, uh, I recommend that movie but I like that movie so much I stole its... That was the
3: Blue Ruins guy,
1: right? Yeah. The little troll guy who's in it, he's yeah. Yeah, yep. But I liked that movie so much I stole its structure for the third book, for my third novel that comes out in a couple weeks. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <Hey>! so, <laughs> We'll talk about that later. So, all right. Um, <laughs> anyone have anything else on this topic or do we want to move on?
2: Ooh. She might have Is that one. the name of the movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, dusk good. On, yeah. From Dusk Till Dawn.
1: Yeah, okay. So, real quick, uh, I showed my 15-year-old from Dusk Till Dawn, which might not have been the smartest thing I've ever done in my life. <laughs> but hey, sometimes, right. sometimes you just fall down rabbit holes. So, uh, th- th- there we be. So what what's your moment?
2: <laughs> I think you know what the moment is. <laughs> well, the I main know. moment. Okay, it started <laughs> the off snake lady kind
1: of, dance. It's no, started oh, okay.
2: off kind of like a action film kind of, eh, with Quentin Tarantino <laughs> and who's the other person? George Clooney. George Clooney. Oh, that's right. Jorge oh, no. Cuné.
3: How old are you?
2: <laughs> I forgot who the other person was. That's okay, but um. They go to this bar, they have some family with them because the
3: titty twister, yeah, yeah that's the Quentin name of the Tarantino
2: bar. killed the mom or something like that. So they had to take the family with them. They go to this biker bar, and it turns out the biker bar is just entirely run by a bunch of vampires. <laughs> it's fantastic. The <laughs> crime movie to vampire movie in six seconds <laughs> and
3: dies twice, yeah, and <laughs> I,
2: that that's the greatest part tarantino dies twice and um
3: great not much of an it's action. just a <laughs> very
2: sharp left turn and yeah. i couldn't stop laughing and my mother absolutely hated it yeah. She, yeah. she doesn't like the twist and it's my it's my favorite
3: what was that that movie because I didn't think we should watch one thing because it had too much nudity in it, so I brought Raw Force,
0: oh, which God. had a shit
3: ton of nudity <laughs> in it that I completely forgot yeah, about. Yeah, But it also there was a big zombie fight at the end, so that's sort of for was. We got issues. American so. Fuddy Karate Commandos versus versus <laughs> an Island of Zombie Emerald Smugglers. It's like, okay, now that's now that is a movie that yeah, like sits up movie. and grabs your attention. Yeah, yeah all right Cameron i was Mitchell raised with around. culture i'm fine yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: so yeah that movie <laughs> <laughs> that's the you had me interested then you had my attention especially when they killed tarantino the first time and then went around for seconds again
3: are you ever going to forgive me for Nuki? no,
0: no. Never.
3: <laughs> never
2: never <laughs> i i'm i I look over to the shelf to my right, and yep. immediately I see Nuki, and I hate yeah, it. Yeah. I see the VHS.
3: That's like you were like, like one of the few surviving like copies some... that Red Letter yeah. Media didn't destroy. Oh, yeah, I hate yeah. it.
2: I hate it so much.
3: <laughs> you could probably get a nice piece
2: of. yeah I hate it.
1: It's and Mandel- Nelson Mandela's favorite movie. I hate
2: And <laughs> 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 well, right God. next to it's Mac and Me, so we're fine. <laughs> Love Mac and Me. <laughs>
1: Did me. it
3: all for the nuki. Come on, <laughs> right, come right. on, Take the nuki, and stick all it in your knees! Right, stick right, it in right, your knees! Right, stick right, it right. in your arms. It was so bad. Ooh. I'm glad that
2: anyway. most of the tapes are destroyed.
3: Yeah, anyway, what yeah. were we talking about?
2: I know. I we started this conversation with Dust Toldon, and then we just got wild. Then somehow out of
3: we got control. to Nuki. How the hell did that happen? I don't know.
0: So it was were- you, Chad. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's always you.
3: I know. I'm the Pied Piper of shit. I can't. <laughs> you guys gotta watch this this is great The poop sex so why good. you people still talk to me i will never uh, know. Great. <laughs> great.
1: So, all right so um we we might leave this topic unless te- uh steph has anything else you want <laughs> <I don't>. to <laughs> i feel Move like we capitalizing the conversation i apologize that's okay oh you
0: wanted to bring up uh brooklyn
1: 45 yes brooklyn 45 so okay. steph I'll, I'll mention this okay uh, and i both do, do you have access to shutter no okay there's a, a great little movie on there called brooklyn 45 that chad and i both watched mm-hmm. uh, and it's a it's nice little nice little uh, single location ghost story uh about a, a guy trying to gets his army friends together a, in 1945 right after world war ii ended and tries to uh summon his dead wife turns out uh, the dead wife um uh, may have stuck a uh, maybe a, a german immigrant maybe a nazi in the closet and it turns into this whole big thing but it's it's it's
3: very good and it's a uh, um, recommend I, I recommend it it's kind of a bottle it all takes place basically yeah. in one room it does oh, i love that yeah and it's just yeah. this is sort of this paranoid thing it's like is she a spy isn't she a spy so hmm. uh anyway um so i
1: tweet about it chad said yeah that was fun that ending kind of made me mad and then the director starts talking to us (laughs) the writer and director oh wow (laughs) which is kind of fun you know uh um but it was glad it was glad that we that we liked his movie he was very nice
3: about me like not necessarily disparaging it but basically affirming what i said and it's like yeah it's supposed to make you mad it's like yeah i get that but i was still mad at the end (laughs) Not by anything that it did, but just what it did, you know. Um, yeah, Ted. Gingham not not for the name, choice, yeah. but what happened, and it's like, oh and so, yeah. Because like, well, like I told him later too, because like my thoughts was going to be is everybody in that room is going to be dead except the German lady, and then it's going to turn out she was a spy all along, and it's yeah, like, it turns out a little more, and then that didn't happen. It's like thank God the ending's a little meaner than that. Right, it's was a like, lot meaner yeah, than yeah. that because that that actually made me mad because it's like, well. Spoilers, you know something happens, and I was kind of mad that because she wasn't. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, and yeah. and so it's like, and but then, then of course you got the the everyman who basically finally does the bad thing
1: mm-hmm.
3: instead of the psychos, you know. And it's like it's a metaphor for our time. Yeah, totally. And get it that. is. It was a good one. But honestly. it was it was very well executed. And again, the ending made me mad, but in the end, it was supposed to. So, yeah, Well yeah. played. Yep. Good job,
1: Ted Gigan. So, yep. uh, but the um. And it just occurred to me that uh, I followed him on Twitter and one of his next tweets was, uh, I really love it when I'm on a podcast and people look up how to pronounce my name. And I realized I didn't do that and didn't look up how to pronounce my na- his name. <laughs> I think it's Geegan. I could be wrong. I could be. I, uh, <laughs> well, God. like Godzilla so, versus Geegan? One of many reasons I suck. But uh, so <laughs> anyway, that might bring, bring to mind uh, one of the ideas of, uh, Steph, have you ever had any interaction with the people with art that you're looking
0: at? And, yeah, uh, oh, all I, the time. Oh, twitter's yeah. great for that <laughs> oh,
1: what's been happening recently
0: well the last last one was a while ago but it was um uh you know how sometimes like audible or um a publishing house or a director or something will do a q a yeah or have a q a with one of their stars or something like that well audible did with richard armitage oh, and i stuff? what
1: for his wolverine stuff
0: no, for uh, he reads a lot of audiobooks and and um, he uh, was promoting one of them. And so they brought him on to answer questions. And so I, I actually threw a question in. I always do when I want, you know, when I have a real interest in the actor or something. And I never get picked. <laughs> but this time I got picked. And, um, he said my name and then he answered my question very nicely and it was really cool. And his saying, my name is now my ringtone on my phone (laughs) 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 because he's actually saying my name, not just Stephanie, (laughs) but my Stephanie. (laughs) So, (laughs) so it made me feel really good, but yeah, um, I, I do get a lot of, um, responses. Uh, if, you know, if you tag them, they might respond. Um, if, if it doesn't always work, but when it does, it's a little, little thrill, you know.
1: Yeah, that's always fun when that happens. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Nice.
1: Yeah, you got one of those, Chad? Well, the staff is like a lot of it's. On I Twitter. like your Conan O'Brien story, but that's that's a, <laughs> a, you know, that's, a,
3: that's a that wasn't really him. It was one of his underlings. Yeah, but um, a lot of it's on Twitter. I have, I have like a lot of good experiences. I've only had one bad experience, and that was on Facebook. Um, but the good experiences. Mostly have to do with like comic book writers and talking to them, and one of them, uh, Kurt Busiek. I don't know if you know who that mm. is. He did Marvels, okay, it like cool. the four issue retelling of the Silver Age story, art by Alex Ross. Um, Love and Alex he Ross. did um, the reboot of the Avengers after Heroes Return. It was him okay. and George Perez. is like one of my favorite Avengers runs ever. And he also did like Astro City and a bunch of other stuff. I haven't, I've never read a bad Kurt Busiek story. But anyway, they did a sequel to Marvels, and in it, there was like this little brief glimpse of. I call them giant Kirby and Ditko monsters era before Marvel became Marvel. And they were Atlas comics when all it was, was like Fin Fang Foom and, and, yeah. and Roomba and Gruto and Groot and, and Goom and my favorite <laughs> Goom and, and Gugam, son of Goom, you know, that kind of stuff. And I, I reached out, I, yeah, cause I, reached out I, I, I like, I, I, I tagged him and said, you know, just read this. And it's like, I would love to see a whole series called like Marvel's age of monsters. And all it is is about, those giant Jack Kirby yeah. and Steve Ditko monsters. And he replied back and he said they almost had it in the first one, but there just wasn't room, but they still got it in. Like if you look in the back room, or are in there. And then the daily bugle, you see the back of like giant tree attack city, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, and we just kind of went back and forth and we just basically were talking about all those old giant monster stories and how much we loved them. Yeah. And it was really great. And the only bad experience with it, and it makes me sad because it's like, don't meet your heroes because bad things will happen. Jim Beaver. Oh, yeah. Okay. oh uh, So it was when, um, I think, um, when Vilmos Shigman passed away, the famous cinematographer. Okay. And it was on a friend's post in Facebook, and they were memorializing him. And I made a comment that basically says, it still baffles me that Ray Dennis Steckler is the incredibly strange creatures who yeah. stopped living became except mixed up zombies, run the camera where Joseph Muskelly, the guy who wrote the five seasons cinematography, laszlo kovacs and Vilmos Zsigmond, three of the most famous cinematographers ever were on this piece of shit ray Steckler yeah. movie. didn't say it in those words and then i got a reply back from jim beaver who basically cut me off at the knees because he thought i was taking a shit on him. oh no no and it's like oh no that's not what i meant at all
1: <laughs> but he <laughs> just he just, he just he just
3: assumed know? i was some hipster douchebag right and it's right. just like Fuck you, dude. You know, and mm-hmm. but I didn't. I let it go because it's like this is not your thread. This is not your place. Just let it go. That's good. And I moved away. But it's like, God damn it, Jim Beaver, mm-hmm. fuck
0: you, Deadwood. You yeah, fuck.
3: You know, but <laughs>
0: he was just in Grand Island. <laughs> right, good
3: right, I didn't run right. into him. You tweeted from you know what, Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, you saw what was the on the cinematographer thing? Like the dude who shot Clerks is now like one of the best cinematographers in. <laughs> I believe. In, uh, uh, Hollywood right I now. I'm it. like, what? Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, yes.
3: everyone's got to learn and grow, I suppose, yeah. you know? So I had mm-hmm. apples my brain. It's like, yeah, it's like all these Academy Award winners started with Ray Dennis Steckler, and that baffles my brain yeah. to no end. Yeah. Well, Tessa, I know that you want to uh, uh, what?
1: go to oh. Casa Bonita. Casa Bonita?
3: Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe meet Tree and Parker next
1: so.
3: <laughs> Have you ever been to Casa Bonita?
2: No.
1: Have you ever oh. been to Yes, I've, Cas-
3: I've been to Casa I've Benita.
0: been to Casa Bonita.
2: Open. No, they my entire and... lifetime.
3: Yeah, this is yeah, this is back in the seventies when I went. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, I went, I went.
1: Uh, I think we took your sister there when she was like two or three. So it's like the and last I time was I was there was like two thousand five, maybe. You know, how bad was
3: it? Oh, uh, deep...
1: I didn't remember it being terrible. Okay, but yeah. you know, it's also big indoor happy place. Yeah, I, mean, I, I thought remember, it was neat.
3: <laughs> yeah, all I remember is like the nacho chips and the and the deep sea the and the cliff divers. That's yeah. what I remember.
2: I would love to go to Casa Bonita. <laughs>
3: Just saying. Yeah. It. It's it's I don't know, it's just it's it's not really Chuck E. Cheeses, but sort of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sort of. I don't know. It, but not without the animatronic band, I guess. I don't know. But I'm just yeah. Trying to describe to people. Creepy mouse falling here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the animatronics coming to life at night. They're, gonna, yeah, kill they're gonna kill us all. I saw Westworld, I know what's going on.
1: I know, five, I know what
3: Five Nights at Freddy's is. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so I see they're doing a movie. Yeah. Yeah,
3: yeah, so. yeah. I've had some interactions with Joe Bob Briggs on Twitter. A oh, lot, that's cool. Going back and forth. Yeah. We we're talking about Julie Adams when she passed away. By the way, ro- did
1: you see Joe Bob's going to be at a drive-in in Vegas? I saw
3: that. That's uh, going to be their next jamboree. Uh, and so, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. He
1: so, ended the thing like saying, you should be there. And I'm yeah. like, yes, I should. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if my
3: money's going yeah. to allow
1: that to happen. Yeah, but so yes.
3: like the only lovers i ever met. I met him and I met Bruce Campbell. And that's been about it. Yeah. Speaking of Bruce Campbell, circling back all the way back to uh, Evil Dead Rise. Yeah. Did you see that clip? where they were having some premiere at some theater and some douchebag in the audience yes, I saw started that. yelling at them. I
1: saw that. And Bruce Campbell shut him down because he is, he is very awesome. And, and he
3: basically ran out of the theater and I started, the only thing I could think of Sally is like, I hope he doesn't have access to a gun or he's coming yeah, back.
1: Yeah. Well, that's part of it. it is like, yeah. yeah, it's like half of it. It's like, what's sadder? The idea that now everyone's af- afraid for their lives or that what this guy was basically doing, was trying to be a contrarian troll in order to get attention, right? And ended up getting a
3: whole bunch of the attention that
1: he yeah. wanted. You know, it's like what what's uh, obviously killing people's worst, worse, but you yeah. know, I mean, no,
3: I know. But, but I, I mean, said yeah, that's what immediately sprang in my head. It's like I hope he doesn't have access to a gun. Or yeah. This could get this could get bad.
1: Yeah, it's like he either way the guy gets what he wants. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. if he's out for attention, which he did, he got all the attention he ever yeah. wanted because Bruce Campbell was awesome and shut him down. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that
3: to me, sad. it's like there were a couple callbacks in it. And it was like he didn't need to do that, yeah. but it was fine. You know, I liked about It's like or what she said, like, come get some. And then she falls over. That made me laugh. Yeah, that was funny. You know, so it's like, okay, if you're going to do that, and then they kind of cut it off mm-hmm. and then he's like, yeah. okay, yeah, that works. I like that. So, yeah, I like that
2: too. But, that got deep real fast. Right. Yeah.
3: Anyway. Right. Oh, and I got another, another moment where it grabbed okay. your attention. Do you okay. Do you test do? Okay, okay. okay. We'll go back. Okay. You, yeah. Go yeah. First? Go first. you can go first. Okay. You go first.
2: Malignant. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it
1: was
3: so much fun.
2: I'm sorry. The, the, the thing,
1: thing about malignant is that the first two thirds are like, oh, I've seen this so yep. many times before. Yep. This is yep. maybe a slightly better version of the thing that, but I'm still kind of falling asleep. And then, whoa!
3: <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that was so good. Okay. All right. I want to throw this out the mic and uh, I'm going to. God I'll, bless you, James. I'll one. see if you figure out what I'm talking about. Okay. Boat hook. I know what immediately comes you to mind. You remember uh, like... Joe Bob Briggs? Have we watched him? Yeah. The Mutilator.
1: Oh, yeah. You remember The Mutilator? Yeah, it's basically yeah, just a run
3: of the mill slasher. Yep. Until that one yeah, kill.
1: Yeah. And, oh, my yeah. God. L- less said about that, the better. Yeah, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they cut right back to Joe. Bobby's like, "Well, we just saw that, we? Oh, yeah, we did
3: we? We did." Uh.
2: Oh, there was there was, an, there was another movie. I completely forgot what it's called, but it was on Spenguli. Okay. And you and Mom were out for oh, some you're, reason. You're talking
1: about the the Doctor Doctor rickus or what? Oh, uh, yeah. um, Mr. Sardonicus. Sardonicus. Yeah, yeah. but
2: Emmeline was like thirteen. I was like nine. Okay, sure. And we we're like, okay, we're gonna watch Spenguli. Yeah, yeah. Parents yeah. are out
3: fine
2: yep. that put an emotional scar on yeah. both of our lives yeah, yeah, I guess,
3: we yeah. Expe- Ugh, it
2: was yeah. terrifying Dr. that one didn't it had our attention and then it immediately yeah. took all of our attention away from that you know what? we were no. absolutely terrified that of it. makes
3: me happy that you got it. scared that yeah. makes me happy because well, so everybody, everybody's expecting... like nothing scares anybody anymore it's like bullshit you gotta want to be scared you know yeah And if you get into the th- you know, get into it or whatever that's great so no, I'm not making fun of the that that's thing. It's that overfield Cloverfield
2: awesome. that left a okay. giant scar on me forever. When the girl right. went pop? <laughs> Everything Never. about the movie I hate. <laughs> I can't watch it.
1: I still regret that uh what's his name? Uh, the gravelly voiced guy who's in Deadpool. TJ Miller oh, that guy, stepped yeah, yeah. on in that
3: yeah.
2: movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh,
3: he, one. he died though. He did. Yeah, I think he was. did, okay. but okay. it
1: wasn't nearly bad enough.
3: It's been forever <laughs> since I watched that movie. I don't think it yeah.
2: <laughs> I haven't watched that movie from the first time I watched it, mainly because it, it's going to be completely fine now. Like if There's you showed it to me now, I would have loved it. But
3: There's one and done. So there Yeah. We go. yeah. Cool. Uh. I was there. I watched it. That was
2: enough. Don't
1: yeah. that.
0: So.
1: <laughs> All right. So, Steph, anything to add to the proceedings? uh on Well, I have
0: is? one more celeb thing. Oh yeah. Yay! Please. <laughs>
1: please, please.
0: It was kind of a funny interaction with Ted Allen. Do you know him?
1: Ted Allen. Oh, because no. He was the OG Ted Queer Allen. Eye guy. Oh, I was thinking the That's guy from... That's why I know Ted Allen. I was thinking the guy from Mary Tyler Moore show. No. <laughs> That's Ted Baxter. No, no, no. Ted Baxter.
0: Sorry. <laughs> That's a little too far back. And no, I don't think he'd be on Twitter. Be different
1: road. I'm so sorry. <laughs>
0: Well, out of oh the blue, God. out of the blue, I got a DM from him. Oh my! <laughs> it was kind of a personal one, but it it said, um, "Hi, Stephanie. Can you recommend a rental car agency that is close to the hotel?" <laughs> Thank you, Edward Allen. <laughs> and I'm like, um, "Is this really Ted Allen?" <laughs> was it? Yes. <laughs> Yes, and I said I think you might have the wrong Stephanie, but even if you do, big fan. <laughs> yeah.
1: And even if you do, uh, try try Hertz rental car. Yeah,
0: I guess try Hertz. I, I should have done that. That's funny.
3: What sort of happened to me was like I got a comment from Joe Dante on one of my blog posts once, and he was like really like director your, of Gremlins, director of Gremlins what? and Howling and Piranha. Yeah, and he was like basically, you know, just come over and, and check out our stuff on Trailers from Hell, and 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 it's like. The implication was that maybe he wanted me to come right for that. Uh-huh. And it's like, holy shit! So it's like, here I am, here I am. I didn't hear a thing back. Oh, and no. Oh, no. I, was no. like, so I was like, was that really him? I don't know. Yeah. So,
1: but. That's too bad. Yeah, so. Yep. So, cool. Alright. Well, we are going to come back uh, after the guitar noise with some recommendations. But, uh, yeah, hang out. I think we're going to go on more tangents, if that's your thing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll be back in a bit. Okay. Right, and we're back. Thanks for sticking with us and we're going to run some recommendations things we've been reading, watching, paying attention to the last little bit. Um who wants to start?
0: I will cuz I don't have much. Um
1: you want to talk about Zelda? I'll
0: talk about Yes, Zelda. I was going to talk about <laughs> I Zelda. I
2: love Zelda.
0: It's nerds, go ahead. It's all I've been doing is watching Shannon play Zelda. <laughs> Okay. Every night we get home, I was like, Are you playing tonight? And she said, Yeah, but I'm like, Good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Did you someone pointed out to me the other day? It's called Tears of the Kingdom, T-E-A-R-S of the Kingdom. Do you yeah. realize there are three tiers to the kingdom?
0: Every oh season. man, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna have to tell Shannon that. There's tears, T-I-E-R-S. Oh yeah. It's a
2: there's a high tier. There's a high
0: Are there any
3: tears in the kingdom?
0: Yeah, there are I'll a bunch let, of chasms everywhere. <laughs> there
1: you go. I'll let you talk, stuff, but it might be one of the best games I've ever played. It's just fantastic. It, Breath it's, of the Wild
0: was pretty good, too. Breath of the Wild was amazing, and this is like an, a, hu- a huge improvement on that, which is saying something, because Breath of the Wild was beautiful. Um, but yeah, pretty that's cool. all I've been doing is watching her play, and um, and when she's not playing, we're watching this Irish guy play <laughs> on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> what do you love about it? Oh, it's just there's it, it, there's a lot of callbacks to old school Zelda, you know. With um, you can get um, the whole outfit that he used to wear in Skyward Sword, and um, you can get the outfit that he wore in Majora's Mask or something like that. And it's just I don't know. There's a lot of callbacks to it. The music is beautiful. Yeah. The, um, the the puzzles and the shrines are reminiscent of. Old school dungeons and like even the 16-bit Zelda, <laughs> where you have to figure something out before you can move forward. And mm-hmm. i that's I that was always my favorite part of Zelda is figuring out the puzzles and, and that, not so much the fighting.
1: <laughs> can, can I tell you a weird? I had an absolute weird moment with that game where mm-hmm. I was on the surface and I'm running around, and all of a sudden I turn around. And it's like, oh, I know exactly where I am, and it was right near the Resurrection Shrine at the beginning. Oh yeah, and I'm like. Oh wait, I know exactly where I am. That yeah. Is, it was such a weird feeling of like familiarity in mm-hmm. in this weird situation. I'm like, oh, it was great. Anyway, yeah,
0: you're going to run into that a lot. <laughs>
1: it's a good it's a great game.
0: Yeah. It's yeah, it's just beautiful. And I'm not sure I want to play it myself because I've just watched Shannon she's over 200 hours into the game. Where start, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's it's just so much.
2: There's also been some frustrating moments. Um, <laughs> I don't know. You must have been gone or something. But I built the boat. And then I put it on the water. And then it started going. And I had to jump on it. And then I missed it. And then I drowned. And then, and then
1: the boat floated away.
2: <laughs> and then the boat was on the other side of the ocean. And I was stuck on an island for two days. Yeah, and I couldn't yeah. get the materials
0: back. Have, have either of you um, looked at TikTok for Legend or from Zelda stuff, uh-uh. because the shit that they're building oh, in this game. I have seen
1: some of this. I, oh I, I, they yeah, they built
0: like the Enterprise. They built the last one that I just saw was probably too soon, but they built the Ocean Gate submarine. I was
3: oh, about man. to say the
2: the only thing on my TikTok feed is people making fun of five rich idiots yeah. that died. <laughs> yeah. you,
3: you know what I've been watching a lot of lately on YouTube is VR fails. Oh, yeah. Or it's just a bunch of old people in VR gear freaking out and running in the walls. <laughs> <laughs> damn, I laugh and I laugh and I laugh. I, I have been watching video stuff of the Kirok
1: space program. <laughs> <laughs> Where basically you got these cute little leaf creatures who are like, help me get to my friend. And people build rockets and send it them in. <laughs> <done this. laughs> Wait,
2: the worst that I did. The worst <laughs> that, that I did. <laughs> The worst that I did to our Kirok guy was I kicked him off of a very tall cliff and I couldn't find well, him Well, though, and he more. fell into a river and
1: floated away.
2: <laughs> like, yeah. I, I lost that guy. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. He's he... fine. He's Don't fine. Me
0: find my friend. But I'm too tired. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think that's sad, though. The poor little Koroks. What would they ever do to you guys? <laughs> they're <laughs> annoying. No, they're not. They're cute. They, they I <laughs> want a stuffed one.
1: Well, we're going to uh, uh, Universal Studios here in a little in bit, Disneyland. And, and they uh, have the Super Mario World, and the girls mm. all hate Toad.
0: Toad is <laughs> so annoying.
2: <laughs> I hate Toad so much. So, Any chance I get Mario Odyssey, I jump on its head just to hear him Same scream. vibe. Same
1: vibe. <laughs> all right. Fuck well, well, Tears of the Kingdom will eat up all your time, so yeah. yes, cool. yes, yes, great, great game. So, Chad, you got anything? I got a ton.
3: Okay, okay, here we go. Okay. First off, I'm going to recommend it's a box set from Indicator called From Hollywood to Heaven, with <laughs> films of Ron and Tim ormond Um, Ron ormond was an interesting dude. He started out in the '40s making westerns for Lippert. In the '50s, he started kind of making exploitation films at Halco one of them is untamed mistress where these guys go out in the jungle looking for a lady who was abducted by gorillas. They find her, but the gorillas don't want to let her go. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then in the sixties, wow. he started making skin flicks like, um, please don't touch me, which is actually very progressive. If when you watch it, because it was all about psychological damage and being frigid and all this stuff. Huh. And it's like he bringing in psychologists to help her and everything. And actually it's pretty good. But then, and, um, Oh, and then the exotic ones, which I just watched. And, it's set in New Orleans, and it's basically about a strip club. So three fourths of the movies is just watching stripper acts, mm. and the other fourth is there's a swamp monster, and they go out <laughs> to capture it. And in their in their attempt to capture it, the swamp monster rips one of their arms off and beats a dude to death <laughs> with it. And they bring him back. He escapes. Things go awry. But yeah, because at some point he's like he's like trying to be Herschel Gordon Lewis. Yeah, you know with the, with the gore and the blood. But then, and then also he's like doing these country western things like 40 acre feud and george jones and loretta lynn and fern husky and minnie pearl are showing up for his all-star jamboree it's like this guy's just all over the map but then he gets into a plane wreck and he walks away from it and he suddenly becomes a born again christian and he joins (laughs) up with estes perkle and starts putting out these weird ass converter burn things you know, I showed you guys a footman tire What Would Horses Do? Yes. That's the, oh, the fundamentalist against the commies one. Yep. You know, where they're hey, like, ask your Jesus, Jesus for some candy. candy yep. you know, and why doesn't your Jesus give you candy? Uncle Fidel will give you candy. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. there's also Burning Hell and the Grim Reaper, which is just these, like I said, they come off like as highway safety atrocity shorts so, only for the Bible set.
1: So it's the the precursor to like Hell House, haunted houses. Yes. From the Christ- yeah, yeah. Yes.
3: Basically, yes and uh, he sort of mellowed out there toward the end and his son tim shows up in all of them and tim is god bless him not much of an actor but sure. he's in all of them and so i recommend that unfortunately this indicator thing was limited and i think they're sold out already but you can find all these on youtube just get the titles and look so you should be all right there okay and then also one of the things that i just cannot stop watching there's like 15 seasons and I've been watching them on a loop constantly is Taskmaster?
0: Yeah. You see oh that? God. I love that show.
3: I think you, did you recommend that once before? Yeah, I did.
0: Yeah. Okay.
3: I apologize could, for taking so long to catch up. Could but you send me the YouTube video of the, of the, um, absolutely. Because that is the, the wheelchair thing. The, this the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no. And because there was one that I just watched too, where, you had to find a alternative use for a cement mixer. And this one guy yes. basically put poles in it and tied these sausages onto it. And they whipped around and you had to try to get a bite out of the, of the <laughs> <and> they <laughs> keep slowing it down. Like in the old Kung Fu movies, just like, these mmm, sausages bouncing <laughs> off people's faces. And it's like the, it's like the, the, the gist of the show, for those who don't know, so it's, 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 it's this British show and they basically get five comedians together to do these allegedly mundane tasks with these, Heinous twist to them, and they just—it's the greatest thing ever. I think it was conceived by little Alex Horn. He was uh Alex Horn in the Horn section. It was sort of this little comedy group. Look them up. Look up the pea song, as in vegetable peas. Okay, because Grandma's got her peas. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. So there's that, and okay, and then also I have a couple books to recommend. The first is by Dana Reeves. It's called directed by Jack Arnold, who did like all the Creature in the Black Lagoon, around her Space. It's got great insights. She, she interview or he interviewed him, so there's lots of quotes. There's lots of old storyboards. It's just it's great. Highly recommend that one. And another one is uh, Ghouls, Gimmicks, and Gold, uh, basically talking about genre films from 53 to 68. It's by Kevin Kevin Heffernan, not that Kevin Heffernan, not the guy from Bro- not, not li- *Broken* list. *Broken* not broken that list. guy. And it's it's kind of fascinating to look at the history of motion pictures because it kind of talks about the antitrust act sort of breaking up the theater chains from the theater or from the, from the studios. And so they lost this, this revenue stream. And so basically they cut way back on production, which basically opened the doors for all the little independents to come in in the fifties to make all these monster movies that we all love and adore. But it's just kind of fascinating because in the fifties, all it was, was tentpole movies and horror films. What's it now? Tentpole tentpole movies movies and and horror horror films. films. That's it. So it's just like this weird cyclical thing on it, you know, and there's a fascinating chapter on 3D films where basically the only people making money on 3D films were the people who made the glasses, <laughs> and that's it. You know, and it's it's very academic, tons of quotes, tons of you know uh, uh, cited sources. It's just it's great and highly recommended. So yeah, Ghouls, Gimmicks and Gold by Kevin Heffernan, and that's what I got. And watch Taskmaster. I I watched it kind of weird. I think I started with season twelve, and I recommend that if you're gonna watch it, start with season twelve. And then that'll kind of tell you if this you're gonna be into this or not, and then start. Cool, cool. So, <laughs> yeah.
2: I three. Um, okay, go. Ted Lasso. We already plugged this. Yes, it's amazing. <laughs> um, second one ended is, very well. Ended very well. Second one is a show called I Think You Should Leave. Speaking of, <laughs> <so that's laughs> for no! you or not,
1: man, this season three is good. <laughs> I don't know if it's not for you, it's not for you, but if it's for you. Man, that show was
2: fun. Funny. Okay. Um and then the last one The Car Nine is... Doggy Door might be the best skit of the entire time. <laughs> That was good. Um and then the last one is called Buzzfeed Unsolved, now called Watcher. It's mm-hmm. two guys, Shane Madey and um Ryan Bavara, and they are hilarious.
1: Nice. Yeah, we them we lot. watched them eat all the boys and berries. All stuff the boys and berries from Nutsberry Farm,
2: and then ride the hay, the, hay. With the and then they rode like a really tall roller coaster, yeah. and then ate some more boys and berries. Oh boy! But they have like a little series. They have Are you scared? They have. Um, well it was called BuzzFeed Unsolved, but then they left BuzzFeed. So now it's just like Boo. a Ghost Watcher oh, yay? show. Okay. Yeah. Yay, because now they're having success while making their own money. Fantastic. Woohoo. Everything's
1: cool. falling apart, man. Um, and then they have <laughs> yeah. top
2: five beat down. They get they have it they're amazing. Yep. I love them.
1: Cool. Cool. Well oh, you stole my I think you should leave because man that's good. <laughs>
2: right,
1: Strange the world is back. You mean me? I saw the first episode of yep. the second season. Loved it. Yep, it's, uh, <laughs> it's it's pretty good. the The second episode that just came out this last week, as to our recording, is a courtroom episode. You know how much sci fi stuff is in it? None, yep. like very, very little. Uh, it's uh, it's all about uh, uh, biologically engineered humans and whether or not they should they have the right to exist. And it's a courtroom thing. The whole thing's a courtroom I, thing. It's I, you great. know, on
3: Twitter. I've seen some uh, old Trekkies just having a shit fit over it. And it's just one of they say, it's like, sometimes we old farts, we just need to get out of the way. Yeah. You know, I really do think that. Because I finally, because they put the whole first season on YouTube. And so I finally got to see the first season. And it was I liked it. pretty good. I liked it. I enjoyed it. it. Good. And, but like, we talked about it a little bit. It's like one of the things that surprised me the most is like the first half of that show, Anson Mount is the best thing ever. Yes. And then by the end of it, he's kind of a liability. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what well, you're making some choices here, dude. And I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. so but that first episode was spock drinking with the klingons i yep that was great
1: um speaking of that okay uh i want to recommend a uh essay on defector which is normally a uh sports website right oh, hey. it's a sports it's website i go to me. i go to a bunch but this one talked about and it is probably a thousand word piece on uh the flash and specifically okay. and this is a little bit of a spoiler obviously but i think most people know this by now uh they bring they, they they computer animate Christopher Reeves and Helen Slater yeah, yeah. in one scene where they the Flash is running and sees all these different worlds and they instead of just showing a clip they CGI them put them there and this guy juxtaposes that and by the way I haven't seen the movie I think Andrew Machete, that director mm-hmm. I. I like him as a director. I, yep. He's done some good horror stuff. He's done some good superhero stuff. I'm interested to see what he does next. I'm not crapping on that, on Machete. That that film
3: is cursed. Yeah, you know, but, um, yeah, just from turnarounds yep. and not vetting their star well, well enough. Obviously, yeah, obviously, because I mean, I don't necessarily know if it's a bad film, but I just think people are staying away, just mostly because of that. Yeah, I haven't seen it, but the he juxtap the writer, and I
1: wish I remember the writer juxtaposes that scene with Christopher Reeves talking about playing Superman. Mm -hmm. And at one point they're like, after Superman three, I think it was, they were saying, are you coming back? He goes, um, and and the, I'm paraphrasing obviously, but he basically says, uh, if you're just doing it for money, what's the point? Uh, (laughs) And and that's this whole thing. And then of course, you know, how he went on to kind of live the last years of his life with, you know, kind of a quiet Michael J. Foxy and dignity, you know, and, uh, uh, then taking that and putting him in your movie and it just, Made me feel gross. Know, yeah, because he like
3: yeah, because he like struck a deal with Canada. To do yeah, the fourth yeah, one. Yeah, so he so he get his own movie made.
1: Right, so he could so he could go out and
3: do the sort of art yeah. he
1: wanted to do. And yeah. it's like yeah, that sort of trade. The people I have think been doing
3: Orson Welles has done that for decades.
1: Yeah, there's integrity in that yeah. sort of thing. So anyway, so I th- think that's a really good essay.
3: Circling back to Strange Worlds, real quick. Yeah. The only thing I don't like the way they're doing the Gorn because yeah, how yeah. the hell does uh, that kind of species develop that kind of technology? Yeah. I don't how. And making him the big bad two seasons in a row kind of stuff. Anyway. That's um, yeah. Yeah. kind of like hoping the Gorn would come back, but not like that. Yeah, yeah. But uh,
1: overall. Again,
3: uh, I'm in the way. Sorry. By, <laughs> by,
1: the, by the time the first season of Stranger Worlds dropped, I was so starved for halfway decent Trek. I'm like, this is the best thing ever. And now that we've gotten Picard season three, which was excellent in my estimation, and then well, end of the that. season of Stranger Worlds, I'm like, yeah, it's it's
3: pretty much. I, yeah, I got a I free call I got a free week it. of Paramount that I can get. And like so now I'm kinda of waiting for Stranger Worlds then so I can watch all that. Yeah, yeah. But okay, the last thing I want to uh
1: uh recommend is a bunch of personal stuff. So I apologize in advance. But um uh Put the Ground to Sleep by Brian Brian Clark. Ooh,
3: yeah, yeah. Very good.
1: Yeah. Uh, it's an independent published by a guy I know and like. And uh man, mm. I, I love that feeling when you're reading someone's work, you're like, All right, let's see what you got, and you're like oh yeah you're
3: pretty good yeah, <laughs> yeah you're pretty, yeah. pretty good at this yeah you, you yeah really... one thing with the with the, the, the it was like it was the first one where and then the guys got like oh, everything just co- right everything covered in yeah. an, uh, graphite and it's like that Okay, yeah, that's a little
1: freaky yep and so Brian, brian's got a yeah. collection of horror yeah i'll give that a second
3: wreck really... because yeah it's really good yeah
1: and then uh i blurbed zach hamblin's uh self-published novel that's coming up and it's called uh salmon he's gonna self-publish it then yeah he's gonna okay, self-publish good. it okay. and uh man it is it's quite the book because the, the premise is, is like imagine uh did, did anyone read dark matter by blake crouch it's very blake crouchy and in, in that it's like so. high concept sci-fi but the, the concept is you've got this this teenage girl or this uh, early 20s age girl who's been bred from like age nine or 10 to by her scientist parents to go into books. And like that's the whole thing is like she goes into books. And so what that and then at one point she goes into a Beatrix Potter book and one of the mole men follows her out and they become this weird duo as they go through like an early sixties revolutionary mm-hmm. book or a, a, swords and sandals thing or a, you know, a game of Thrones kind of thing. And it just hops from book to book and it's a backflip on a high, on a, on a, you know, on a trapeze line. It almost and looks like a darker Who plot a little bit. It's yeah, strangely, but he does it. God, I mean, that's he, not
3: derogatory. No, no, believe he, me.
1: he grounds it. And like the characters are really good. And each new time you jump to a different book, it's, It does. I don't know how he does it. Like I said, backflip on a trapeze wire. But uh, Mm -hmm. it, he did. It's a really good book. And and like it was, if you would have just told me the premise, like I told you, I'd I'd have been like, eh, I don't know. But man, he he does a good job. So yeah, Zach Handlin did a good job, and it's called Sam and Alexander. And I'm not Mm -hmm. sure when you can find it, but look it up because it's worth it's worth reading. And then uh, my last rec is uh, uh, my third novel comes out in a couple weeks. Woo! Woo And, Who uh, are you again? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no
3: kidding. It's been a minute, folks. It's been a minute. <laughs> yeah, I only not had to have a conversation on Twitter with the director of Brooklyn 45, yeah, yeah. but with the writer of Fantastic Yeah, World. yeah, yeah. And, uh, and, <laughs> it, and means, I say, August, and I August say that 15th, regularly.
1: August 15th. you can you can finally get your hands on Oh, yeah, on and packed. sorry.
2: And um, he has three um, books. We've,
1: we've, we've had a little bit of a, of a fun bit where through supply chain issues and, and, uh, that sort of thing, like things beyond our control. Uh, the book was originally supposed to come out in April and it's got pushed back so long that everybody who ordered pre-ordered it on Amazon right away now might have to go pre-order it again, which oh, would be very no. nice of you, but yeah, it, oh. it turned into, a, it turned into a thing, but, wow, uh, April 15th, yeah. April, yeah. Pff, August 15th, <laughs> it'll come out. <laughs> I like it. I think it's a, it's a fun little story to reminiscent in the Jeremy Saulnier's green room and yeah, everybody could do me a solid and pick it up. So there you go. Well All deep. right. So I think that's, uh, I think that's it. I think we've rambled enough.
3: <laughs> oh, really? What were we talking about? I forget.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's that tight Remnant, planning that ramblin you ramblin come bumble, to us. <laughs> <laughs> so.
3: tight,
1: tight planning. Yep, yep. Yep. So cool. Well, so uh, that's, <laughs> that
3: was, that was, was the uh, sorry? I don't mean to do to, to no, prolong no. the misery here, but uh, <laughs> was it Hannibal when he got on shore? He burned the ships. So retreat. <laughs> like every yeah. time we gather, it's like I think we're going to do this, and then we burn it and do something else. <laughs> okay. There will be no retreat. There forward. will be. A we can only go forward. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! All so oh, we... those crazy Carthaginians! I
0: yeah. tell you.
1: Okay. All right. So that'll do it for this episode. Uh, for History reference.
3: History reference for the win. Okay. I'm yeah. On. For the atomic <laughs> way to cheese, I am Mike.
0: I'm stuff
1: <laughs> I don't know what we're doing anymore alright and we'll be back in a couple weeks thank you for listening <laughs> only, forward. only forward the
3: ships are burning
1: <laughs> the, the canoes are gone what do you mean the canoes are gone <laughs> I don't understand let's just talk about this in the <laughs> been listening to The Atomic Weight of Cheese, where cult cinema is real life and real life is frequently cult cinema. You can visit our website at theatomicweightofcheese.com, follow us on Twitter at AWOCpodcast, see us on Facebook at facebook.com slash atomicweightofcheese, or shoot us an email at atomicweightofcheese at gmail.com.
2: We love your feedback.